if it was like a Make-A-Wish kid that wanted to wear the fedora? Yeah. With me? He wanted to ride with me? <laughs> yeah. What if it was LeBron's Make-A-Wish kid? What would you do? <laughs> oh. What's up, guys? Welcome back to an interesting discussion. Sometimes I'm Haran. I'm back with the boys. We got Tarun, Harsha, and Christian. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the end oh, we hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> Sorry, I it was an awkward pause because uh, this episode that we're about to have is kind of just Great. random, just oh. a random update of things that are happening in our lives. But it should be interesting, should be fun. So please stick around. Um, we're going to talk. Oh, first off, we're going to start with uh, Harsha giving us a lecture on a surprise mm-hmm. topic that we actually have no idea what it's going to be about. Well, so. no, that's not true. He did tell us like four weeks ago, but I have no it's idea not what that. The fuck it was. Oh, yeah, it changed. It's, it's, changed. Changed. it's evolved. It's fluid. It's fluid. Oh. The list is fluid. Oh, whoa. yeah. Slow down. <laughs> um, we're also going to talk about a recent trip we went to a theme park nearby. Mm. Um, and a whole lot more. And a whole lot more, exactly. Thank you, Harsha. <laughs> um, but Harsha, you want to take it away with your, your surprise lecture? Yeah. Oh, I guess oh, we should yeah. we should mention that uh, this is we're, we're kind of continuing a series oh, yeah. um, where I I I think I started this like mm-hmm. a long time ago now uh, at about least, like, six months ago about six months ago <laughs> uh, back when I was at Stanford uh, and then Trun gave a lecture as well more more recently um, so now it's Harsh's turn so Harsh take it away thanks everyone uh, thanks for coming to my lecture uh, what's the title what's the thesis I, I didn't give it a title yet but so. What I told these guys I would talk about like last time was sports betting, just because I thought I need to talk about it. I thought I needed to say it in that last episode to fill up time, and I was like, "That's the only thing I can talk mm. about without doing any research." But now that oh. I had a couple of weeks, I was like, oh. "Oh, let me let me actually like learn something myself too." Okay. Um, you know, I, I recently changed jobs. I work in like a more crypto-facing company, um, so I learned a little. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about crypto and how things are going. I don't know if you guys have heard, but a couple, maybe a month or two ago now, like there's something that happened called the Ethereum merge. People know about that? No. I'm not aware. No. Tarun, you're nodding your head. Yeah, but I want to hear you explain it. Yeah. So, uh, so what's Wait, your that two separate words that you just said? Or? I- Ethereum? Ethereum? Yeah. It's one word know. and the merge is another one. So okay. uh, Ethereum I know what like, they mean separately, but not together. <laughs> not together, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Basically, if you just Google that, what you'll get is that they changed their consensus consensus mechanism from proof of work to proof of stake. So that's just a whole lot of like, what, what the fuck does that mean? So mm-hmm. let's try to let's try to break it down a little bit. Um, so I'll, I'll start with an analogy. Okay, so you remember New York in the in Ain't the, the Roaring Twenties back then? Mm-hmm. You know, the city was city Roaring. was bustling. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then as more people come into the city, the pollution goes up mm-hmm. and so does the cost of living. Mm. Uh, so that's like how Ethereum was running on a proof of work system. So proof of work, what it means is like um, there's miners who solve like these complex cryptographic puzzles and then that, that require. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't agree with child labor. What do you mean by miners, <laughs> sir? Oh, M-I-N-E-R-S. Oh, uh, oh, that's hot. Like, yeah, like, that is hot. <laughs> <laughs> so that stuff, it, it requires a lot of electricity to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so like some people, like hardcore people that like try to get this crypto, they have like big setups in their house. Um, uh, so that, yeah, that's, it's bad for the environment. 
Mm. So if we're going back to that city analogy, uh, the people in the city are people like you and me and just transacting daily. And then it caused that also causes like network, the Ethereum like blockchain network to be congested because of, you know, a lot of high volumes. And then as a result, users pay higher transaction fees for mm. the coins that they buy and sell. Um, Wait, so with more like if you if the network's more busy, the transaction fee goes up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know that. So yeah, the problems come with like scalability and sustainability and stuff. So basically the incentive of proof of work is basically if you have a system with a high, like a really strong system, something with like a high hashing power, then you're going to be rewarded with the next uh, like block on the blockchain basically. Mm. Um, so what people do is they uh, come together with mining pools. So they all pool their like mining setups together. And okay. then um, and then they'll win obviously and then whatever like money they get off that they'll they split it amongst the people so then like um rich people who have like these like high infrastructure mining setups or whatever they mm-hmm. would obviously like win that and also if you, if you can come together with the people with people that own like 51 percent of like the power or whatever then you're obviously just going to get it every single time mm. so a yeah, bunch of problems so they changed from proof of work to proof of stake which is something a little bit different so that's where everyone like competes with each other. Uh, it's not necessarily like just who has like the high, like the strongest setup and there's no mining involved. So instead of mining, it's more people that are called validators. So mm-hmm. basically they put in a stake or a security deposit and then based on their, how high their security deposit is, they'll get like the transaction, the next like, transaction. Like an open bid kind of? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Are you are you um, able so, to see other? I don't know. Derailing. Are uh, you able no. to see other people's? Okay. Uh, I don't think so, but it's literally correlated. So, for example, you have one person that puts in a hundred, and another person that puts in a thousand. Then the mm-hmm. thousand person has a ten right. times more likely to get get it. Yeah. So it's an election process. So it's more like democratic, and also it's harder for somebody to uh, kind of have a monopoly on the system. Mm. So that's like the high level overview of what just happened. So I think it's it's a pretty big deal because it uh it it makes crypto like more sustainable in the future and uh it's like better for the environment. So I think it's like and it's more decentralized, which is the whole point of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I can I grill you on a on a couple of crypto questions? Yeah. Okay, so funnily enough, uh due to my new job, which we'll also talk about at some point in this podcast, I happened to listen to the founder of FTX today. Uh, he came and spoke at our annual meeting thing. He spoke for about like 25, 30 minutes. And another, like one of the things he was talking about was what you just said about the decentralization of everything. Um, our CEO asked him, he was like, so where is, because it's a digital currency, right? There's no like, you can base it anywhere, right? And so he's like, where is like your your home location? He was like, okay, we have two different locations. We have... So they, FTX operates in like 200 countries. And so he has the U.S. as one home. He said like Miami. And then he has the Bahamas as the other home. And the Bahamas home technically just deals with everything that isn't the U.S. Because it's a big thing to get into. Uh, is it the, the regulatory differences between the U.S. and all the other countries in the world are so grand that it just makes more sense to deal with the U.S. things on their own and then have each country, instead of having a home in each country across the world, all the 
other countries outside of the U.S. all have similarities to how they're regulated. And so one of the things he didn't really answer was like how to become sustainable. Um, so uh, I turn that over to you. What, what do you think are good methods of trying to turn these token systems or whatever into like sh- nothing's going to be a sure thing in the world of finance, but like realistic. Yeah. I don't know if that's something that it's kind of up to us, but, um, yeah, maybe not, maybe not your, like your job, like, or like where you work. I mean, like just kind of like, or how, like how you'd approach it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure, but like one of the things is like that would make it, last longer just if it becomes more widely accepted as a traditional form of payment and finance mm-hmm. um so was something that they actually announced yesterday there's this financial accounting standards board that said that companies should use fair value accounting for measuring bitcoin and other crypto assets so basically what that means is it would allow companies to report losses and gains immediately and treat the assets like traditional like financial assets like the dollar and like the pound mm-hmm. and stuff. So um, because before they're, they were considered digital assets, that means they were all, companies only had to re- report them like once a year. Uh, but now that they can just uh, report them as like losses and gains, like as the, as the market changes and stuff, it'll make it easier for more companies to adopt crypto as a, mm. their like financial base for things. Ron, say something. This is really out of my... <laughs> realm of knowledge but i wanted to turn to comment because he said he was familiar to of what harsh is talking about so i wanted to see if he can validate everything harsh just laid out <laughs> haran you should make a semen coin that's that's all i have to add here fantastic <laughs> So I guess with this news harsha does that give you more trust in that your job will be safe for the next few years uh, my job's fine. Yeah, I I don't think it's a huge deal because we because my company doesn't just do like crypto mm. stuff. So okay. if the crypto market is down, then obviously some parts of a business are down, and they like don't hire as many people. But mm. there's other parts of the business that are still pretty good. Something interesting I found about like the proof of work thing. So Bitcoin still uses proof of work, unlike Ethereum. Uh, mm-hmm. So like this was maybe last year, but the amount of like watt hours of electricity used in this like system is like 54 trillion watt hours for bitcoin which is like the equivalent of like powering 5 million houses in the US oh my god so as more yeah. like networks transition to over this you'll see like greater results mm. can you can you take a step back and like I guess I sort of understand, I guess, kind of like the marketplace of digital stuff a little bit better now from my job. But like, how does one mine, right? Because I feel like five years ago, I heard about these people like doing all this digital like, oh, I like I do data mining and like stuff like that. So like, what is that process like? How do you go about it? I think like for for this type of stuff it you just have like a bunch of cpus running algorithms so each each uh, network has like their own sort of algorithm to do this type of thing mm-hmm. um so it just runs that and like like they said it was something about like solving these like crazy 
puzzles that we can't do by hand. So like computer has to do it. Mm-hmm. So if you just have like more uh, computing power, then you'll be at an advantage when you're trying to mine. That's why computer graphics cards are extremely expensive nowadays. Like NVIDIA, that's why their stock went up throughout COVID is because everyone kept on buying them so that uh, they can mine Bitcoin and shit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But it's it's a problem because like as like when you think of cryptocurrency, right? Like it's essentially like another form of a dollar or another form of a pound and all that mm-hmm. stuff, right? But people invest in it like it's a stock, right? Mm, yeah. And the fact that they believe in it long term and it will go up and whatever. The problem is it's like it's volatile and it's like I when I go to when I go to the pizza like pizza shop when I go to Papa John's I'm not buying it with a big uh, I'm not buying it with like a stock of Apple mm-hmm. I'm buying it with dollars you know what I mean so the problem is like when people spend what, however much electricity unsustainable shit and like all this money on compute power for something that can change in price it just becomes super inefficient and worse for the environment. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if Bitcoin was sixty thousand dollars, then you know, for every kilowatt hour that you spend running your GPU, or your computer to solve these like complex math equations, like your return on investment is higher. But yeah. then, if the Bitcoin price is like ten k, that's like you know a sixth, and so you're spending way more money to make what less, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's worse for the environment even then. So right. And the and the problem with Bitcoin is like the less there are, the harder these equations become, basically. Or the chance of solving these equations. Mm. So it only exponentially grows, like however much like money you can spend. So at that point, I think that's probably why Ethereum kind of made that change um, mm. from proof of work. Yeah, other things companies are doing is like not just supporting like these regular cryptocurrencies, but they also issue stable coins, which are like backed by like actual do- like financial assets, like the dollar. Um, mm-hmm. So it just allows you to. Basically, digitize a dollar and trend, and then you'll be able to like transact with it faster. Because um, uh, some of the problems right now, like for example, if you own your own brokerage account today and you try to like sell a stock on it. It doesn't. You don't sell it right away. You have to uh, wait for the market to open the following day. It has to hit a certain price, and like usually mm-hmm. it takes like it usually takes like two days for you to get your like money. Like your money's not tied up anymore. Yeah. Um, so that's why like even without just regular old cryptocurrency like with these stable coins and more things like that like it'll just be allowed to um, have more financial freedom that way and it's less risky what i feel like is crazy is like i feel like all throughout covid i was hearing about nfts and web3 and all that shit mm-hmm. and as soon as like the crypto market dropped like all those people disappeared yeah completely and i feel like that shows that people aren't ready to adopt this technology as like mainstream just yet. Yeah. I believe in it really long. Like I believe in the long term, like it'll hundred percent, hundred million percent happen in our lifetime. But I think as of right now, it's just not stable enough to be a global currency, even though it's better in almost every way and imaginable. Yeah. I think one of the major problems with crypto and like most digital forms of payment is that it's it has so many more like privacy and like safety issues i feel as though like it's easier to like i don't know like not hack but you know commit like a digital like a financial crime with a digital asset than it is like yes like sometimes 
federal banks like lose a shit ton of money through pirate or like somebody hacking into their system. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I'm not saying it doesn't happen with like regular federal currency, but I think it has a much higher risk in like these like I'm just gonna call them hackers because I don't know what a better term for them. They just they don't people don't have the protections for those things because like it's such an unknown period. I guess it's such an unknown, right? Like you don't know what you can do with it at this point. Um and so it's easier to like manipulate that into like phishing somebody or I don't know, stealing like their they like stealing a bitcoin when we were in high school was like losing like 40 cents right or something like that and now is what like a couple thousand dollars or a few or more than that or anyway the you know what is that like a hundred thousand percent increase in like the last eight years or so so i don't know i think i'm not like i i don't have a good picture of it yet so i can't really make a determination on its long-term feasibility but i know that if a lot of these governments are doing research and they're backing it i mean certain governments can be trusted and certain some can't with their financial freedom but um it's i think it's a lot to be seen about like where this can go because if we turn to a fully digital like infrastructure like across the world i don't know what that would look like I'm not saying it would be bad. I'm, I'm just, you know, to think of a world like that would be like so different. One of the other things that I heard about these people talking this week, and this isn't just have to do with digital finance, is like, Harsha, you were talking about like sustainability and like that sort of thing. And a lot of these like people with a lot of like, influence always talking about like, oh, green and like going green, right? Or going from brown to green which is like is a big big deal in the financial industry um and like ESG and like all this other like these buzzwords that people use and the main problem that they talk about is that people always say like go green but and everybody like commits to being green but they they don't care about like the means to the end like they don't care about making a, an action to go green they just want like do you leave work on Friday and then when you go to work on Monday, you're a green company, you know, like they don't care about the process um, and they don't pay attention to the process. They'll like make commitments like, oh, yes, by like 2035, we commit to have like all this decarbonization or whatever. And then like, like everybody loves you because you think it would just be like an immediate change. They're not thinking yeah. about the whole process. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how. I don't know enough to say how like that's why I asked you the sustainability question is that crypto and digital finance to go sustainable like you said you have to reduce pretty much your like raw electricity right and so I guess the way that you were saying it, how Ethereum did it was like the main way to to make that transition of okay, yeah what would you call it I, bet, I think in this case like sustainability is like means two different things like one is yeah Mm -hmm. for sure the environment but also just like sustainable for the actual industry and the actual financial asset as well as well um Mm -hmm. because if it uses too much power and that even if it's it is harming the environment but it also it's just going to be harming itself because the cost of mining or cost of getting Mm -hmm. these coins or like talking to the blockchain is just going to be too much um 
and uh, about like financial security like yeah i think um yeah like there's fraud in regular financial institutions right. as well uh, i think there are some benefits to crypto where it can be more secure just because you have to have the specific like the blockchain network is just like a puzzle so you need to have the specific like piece of the puzzle to fit into mm. whatever um mm-hmm. so i think in some cases it's good um but yeah like and, and the way that they use nfts like with all that mm. ape shit like uh, not like the boring ape stuff like i that, that i don't think that's the right form of it i think there could be some actual good uses of it like maybe with contracts and stuff but like mm. uh, i think having it as a picture is stupid yeah i think the token market is just like this part of digital infrastructure and digital finance that just like i guess more that's what i was thinking of when i said about like there's so much unknown and so much misuse of all this shit because like this could just be a twitter headline so it's probably incorrect but like do you see the thing about logan paul he bought like an nft that was worth like 600k or something like that last year like oh, pretty much a year ago and now it's worth like five dollars <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty sad i feel like for the most part though like people that profit profited off nfts are the same ones that are paying the price now because they were the rich ones to begin with because like to buy a board ape or like all these hype ass whatever all that shit like nfts are mm-hmm. like you got to pay a few million dollars or whatever and you get access to like this exclusive club where all the rich people that buy these board apps apes um you know get added to like a fucking discord server or whatever but <laughs> That's just some stupid shit. Like, there's no u- real utility in them. I feel like, I feel like in this next generation, whatever that may be, of like NFTs, like it'll actually have some sort of utility. Like Harsha was saying, where I don't know, like you can buy like concert tickets from it, and um, it's like easier to sell them to like other fans, or like you get some incentives for owning multiple pieces. Or like multiple tickets, like if you go to multiple concerts of a certain mm-hmm. same artist, you get like, if you buy 10 tickets, maybe you get like a VIP pass and they can verify that very clearly, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. There's a bunch of cool shit you could do with that. I just think because it was so early, people were just treating it like a cash grab. And yeah. I mean, fairly so. Like if you, fell, if you fell for that, you fell for that. You know what I mean? But like, that's what people are making it out to. That's why fucking Kim Kardashian was treating, uh, tweeting out like NFTs left and right, like she knew what the fuck was going on when she didn't she just got paid like a couple million dollars to tweet out like ayo go buy like fish coin or some shit yeah yeah so like once it becomes a legit market like that people are used to then you're not going to see all these dumbass fuckers falling for kim kardashian's fish coin yeah what, what i was thinking when you were saying that is that like how do you get to that i mean nobody here has the answer i don't think but how do you get to that level of like normality without it being like governmentally like run because when you say like oh it's verifiable like to me that means like you have to tie it like in in the u.s case like you have to tie it to like your social security number like how we do for credit or something like that i mean there's obviously a shit ton of credit fraud so it's not safe 100 percent of the time but what kind of regulation would there have to be that isn't governmental I mean, like I said, I don't think we have the answer to that, but can't, I guess more, can there be a regulatory commission that isn't run by the governments of the world or does it have to be federally operated? Who knows? 
not us. I think it depends because, like, even in the U.S., like, different states have different regulatory requirements. Yeah. So it's tough to have, like, one overarching solution to this. Hmm. I also feel like because of, like, it's decentralized, right? Doesn't that mean that if I wanted to verify that Harsha bought 10 concert tickets, I could do it? Even though I'm not, like, an organization? Doesn't that, isn't that what that means, kind of, Harsha? I don't know because I thought, like, only the seller can verify right what you what you bought from them like based on like a key or whatever well you think you can access anyone's purchase history is that what you're saying like i can't i don't, I don't know about access if the access is the best word but i feel like it's it's almost like it's uh no i don't know maybe i don't know i don't think i know enough about what i'm talking about to say but i just feel like the government's not the only way to Mm-hmm. verify someone's transactions right but it's all it might also not be just up to like the creator of mm-hmm. the currency or the actual asset yeah that is able to verify and i could be totally wrong about that but yeah yeah my last point on this is like what going back to what the ftx guy was talking about is where like in order to make a transaction in a market like you have to go through like legal loopholes to even like operate I'm not saying that that, that's like the way that's not the same thing that I'm talking about. I'm just thinking about how like, like there's not going to be a singular global market, right? That regulates everything. But how can you like get around those loopholes when it comes to financial transactions that are digital? Um, So that he was talking about, that's why they had like what I was telling you about before the regulatory things, how the U.S. is so different from the other 199 countries they operate in is that they have like one office that focuses on the U.S. stuff and then the other office that focuses on like the rest of the world at once um and just trying to like bridge that gap so that there's kind of like one universal policy i don't know if that's the right way of thinking about it but i'm also just regurgitating words so another thing i forgot to mention about like the proof of stake thing where you put in a security deposit and then you can approve transactions that come Mm -hmm. so like when you decide that you're not going to be like a node on the network anymore and you're like done uh, you do get your secu- security deposit back, but only after people verify that you haven't approved any fraudulent transactions. Um, so that's one way that they can make sure. Is that everybody who's like transactions you verify or how do you like? It's obviously not like a review system where, I mean, at that point, like if you verified somebody's false transaction, they're not going to be like, oh, yes, I made a false transaction. And so I'm going to report him. You know, yeah, I don't actually uh, know who decides that a transaction Mm. is fraudulent. I just know that they don't get their money back. Well, we had an adult discussion. (laughs) That was good, Arsha. Thank you for bringing that up. Of course. And uh, I also learned 95% of this today. So if I got anything (laughs) wrong, listeners just, I don't know anything either. Thank you. Well, they're, they're going to be a week in advance, so, you know, news changes. Youth is fluid. If oh, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an ever-growing industry. Yeah, the market actually is probably going to fuck off tomorrow and, like, die, so. <laughs> if you're listening to this in 2064 and cryptocurrency is, like, the main currency now. Give us all <laughs> yeah. all your money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, leave a, leave a comment on our instagram post if you're in 2064 <laughs> <laughs> yeah send a send a token through whatever uh 
Do Anchor FM. Anchor FM will be saying. No, dude, Anchor <laughs> FM going to be fucking rooted in the dead bottom of the sea. Hey, that time. chill, chill, chill. But speaking of Anchor, uh, <laughs> let's take a hat. <laughs> speaking, speaking of going as something, what do you guys want to be for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to get my... All right, so just for some context... I was just being stupid and going as a couple costume with his fiance or whatever. And then what are you doing? for like the sixth year in the row. Why would I stop? You said no man ever. Let her let her um, let her go. You know, I've heard her say let that her go before. as a as a <laughs> let her go something else as like with her girlfriend or like another guy or something. Why does it gotta be you? <laughs> do you wanna do a couple costume with Umbrita? That's what you're saying. <laughs> <That's laughs> <a sucks. laughs> Is that, uh, Harsha, Harsha, way, is that your you sly way of asking him? Harsha, would you be mad if she was like Jasmine and then some other dude like her friend when it's Aladdin? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, because we already did it too. And I probably did uh, it better than him. What if, oh, it, what if it was like... He said uh, I did it better than him. Yeah, because he has... He actually did it. Yeah, he actually did it. Harsha looked insane. Like, um, not you. anymore. Not anymore. No. Yeah, it was all Photoshop. What if it's <laughs> Timon and Pumba? And your girlfriend is Pumba. Oh my I mean, god. Pumba. Okay, yo, I'm cutting this off, bro. <laughs> You're digging yourself a hole. Um, so yeah, Harsh is going as a couple costume and then Wait, yeah. what what costume are you guys doing? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. Uh, a good question. This year we're doing Lady and the Tramp. Uh, there's a joke there, but I'm not okay. <laughs> That's hard. What the, are you gonna like come with like noodles in your mouth? <laughs> yeah, I think we'll make noodles out of yarn. Something I forgot. <laughs> Wait, what? The way she said come. Uh, <laughs> are you gonna come with noodles? Oh, <laughs> um, true. That'll be that'll be a hype photo to recreate. What, what are you gonna do for the? the Why are you making balls? a face through? What am I gonna do for what? I didn't say anything. I said, why'd you make a phase? I didn't do anything. Are you what? <laughs> I sneezed. No, you did. Did you, did you not you hear actually? it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Holy shit>. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, are you just gonna do the, the spaghetti yarn thing, or are you gonna do meatballs as well? Like have the plate and all that, or no? Oh no, I don't want to carry on a plate. Just probably do spaghetti. We mean carry. Around? We're gonna be at her house. Yeah, when but like, what's going to be attached by spaghetti at the mouth the whole time? No, no, probably just tape one to my uh, chest or something. Use it in a picture. Anyway, so yeah, the rest of us has to go as a thermal costume. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we thought this would be a great use of our time if we live brainstormed. And Harsha can also pitch in so he can feel involved. In I this. got a great one. Okay, mine's awful, so I'm going to go first. I think we should go as a blue man group, and so I know it's a terrible idea, so somebody else can go now. Uh, uh, I have a good idea. Hold on. Hold okay. On. Oh. You may not need to say another idea because it's so good. Okay. Let's go as the human centipede. Okay, <laughs> okay so stupid. <laughs> that was actually your idea. Fuck's <laughs> sake. I don't know why I'm saying anything, because I actually didn't come up with anything. I'm still thinking. Yeah, of course you didn't. You want to go right, so I guess we or have, something because we you want have to stand for it, you bitch One boy? idea, I guess, and I'll share my idea. I had an idea. It was just ass. Okay, I guess we have one, like, really cool idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys should go as SpongeBob, Patrick, and Squidward. I think you guys fit those characters really well. Who's who? Who's who? 
You guys can figure it out. <laughs> no, you no, think you those characters really well. I want to know. Realistically, you, huh? I feel like Karate I think Squidward, I'm, absolutely. Yeah, yeah Karate Squidward. Wait, I'm Patrick. I'm, yeah. No, I'm Patrick, bro. Yeah, I'm Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be Squidward, but fuck off. No, no, no. You're literally Squidward. Can I be his arch enemy? No, Haran is like this. Haran's like, how do you know you have more friends outside of Tank than at Tank? That's really Haran. Haran walks really loudly, so it's kind of like that. Sounds suction cups? Yeah. I'm not Squidward, bro. Fuck that. Dude, I'm shut out. the fuck up. Shut the hell up, you big nose bitch. <laughs> I don't even have a big nose. <laughs> Would you rather be Squilliam? I think I have a big nose. Oh. Yeah, I'd rather be Squilliam. Oh, okay, yeah. Squilliam's a goat. <laughs> Wait, no. You go with Squilliam. Uh, Taruka goes Doodle Bob. And then Doodle I'll Bob. be Patrick's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is Patrick's sister? I don't know. Some don't it's just another fucking star dude. Who oh. cares? <laughs> That's not a bad idea. It's the best idea we have so far. It actually is the best idea we've had so far. Um, I'm trying to think of like famous throuples, you know. When I think of that, I just think about sports, which is stupid. If you had, so I proposed this as a. I mean, it's like dumb, dumb, and dumber. What was it? Dumber, yeah. Ed, Ed and Eddie. The, the three, three idiots, you know. Classic. The other, um, like the reason I had proposed this is because we're doing some sort of hangout for Halloween. And so there was an option for us to do it. I mean, we don't have to do one. I just thought maybe it would be fun to dress up together. And I, if you had said no, the first thing that popped in my head, it's technically sports related, but it's a movie, is uh, Jackie Moon, like the Flint Tropics. But I feel like it was also like really basic at this point. But I, feel like I don't know what you're talking about. I'll show you a picture. You, okay. you probably have seen the jersey. I feel like a lot of frat dudes wear it. I feel like it's one of those things that like um, gets brought out of. It's a Will Ferrell movie, so okay. Um, Let's all go as Elf, and I'll be the spaghetti with like M and M's in it or whatever. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in so long. We should watch it. It's a good. It's a really good movie, actually. Yeah, go it's a good movie. What did you say? Minions. Yeah. Can um, I be Gru? No, you're the tall one. I was trying to, yeah. I mean, like, I had also thought about this for like a little while today. Haran, if you if you weren't, well, you, I don't know. Haran, if you had third time's a charm. Haran, <laughs> <clears throat> what would you go as? You know, if you know about. Wow, fourth time is going to be the charm. What? <laughs> what? I can't <laughs> formulate this sentence properly. What would I go as if um, I know? Huh. No, no, what would you go as if you had a penis? <laughs> Aran, do you know what you would go as if I had not asked this question about... So if I was, school, school, like, if I was just having a costume by myself? Yeah. Oh, what a complicated sentence. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need for that. Um, Stupid. I think I did it when I was younger. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I did as when I was younger, but I think I'll do a Jack Sparrow again because that was a lot of fun. And he's one That's of a my good he's one of my That's favorite uh, TV characters. Oh, not TV can, can you do, movie can movie you do, characters. Can you do his accent? I can't. I can't do the accent though. I think really? it's not even no? the accent that makes him funny. It's just like his mannerisms. It's yeah. like the way he just like moves. Mm. I don't know. I think I can do the Assassin's Creed onesie. <laughs> no, 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 I think I've exhausted the fuck out of that costume. <laughs> Ron, you should go as uh, you should go as Velma. 
Why Velma? I don't know. I feel like you could look like her with a wig on, and then I'll go as uh, I'll go as the 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 van. You go uh, as the sweet. van. Why not one yeah. of the people? <laughs> 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 you know, choosing you know, an inanimate object when we have like four other people to choose from in this squad. <laughs> No, you know those kids that like go as like transformers and like, yeah. they like roll up as like a van, but then they turn into like the actual transformers. I'm, I'm trying to be like that. Yo, we should all be Power Rangers, bro. Mm-hmm. No, no one like that idea. No one like fucking Power <laughs> I'm Rangers. Thinking about <laughs> how, how would you choose colors though? I don't know, but Harsha's definitely Har- pink. Haran's red because he went to Stanford. Harsha's pink because he's the hottest. Oh, but Harsha's pink. already got a costume, man. Yeah, but this is like the backup if he doesn't like what is. Okay. I have an old blue Power Ranger. I'll costume. be the white Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what color will you be? Oh. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got to move on. Uh, we'll update you next week once we've. No, no, I feel like we should continue. I feel like we should. I feel like we should. We definitely should. We'll we'll update you guys on on maybe next week or the week after episode on the costume end up because we'll we'll have to have bought it by then. Yeah, by then, yeah, we would have had to hopefully. (laughs) So be on the lookout for that. But speaking of costumes, Mm. um, this past weekend we encountered many people dressed up in costumes. Uh, at King's Dominion, actually, if you guys know what that is, uh, it's a theme park in Virginia. Uh, they had this event called Fright Night, which they do in the month of October leading up to Halloween. And it's pretty much just like at nighttime, they have a bunch of their workers dress up as scary people and they just pretty much terrorize everyone in the park. Uh, but it was, it was it was fun. I mean, everyone had a good time, right? Tarun, Harsha, you guys were there with me? Yeah, I had fun. <laughs> I think it was better the first time, though, so I was a little disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Me and Harsha went uh, in 2019 back with some UVA, back in 2019 with some UVA kids uh, for the first time. Um, and that day, compared to the, this time in October, was a lot less crowded. Um, so like, we were able to like go on more rides, and especially at nighttime, like they have. Uh, so outside of like them like just scaring you on the street while you're walking around, they'll also have like these haunted houses kind of thing, um, and that you can like go into and like it's i guess scarier because you're just like in a closed environment um mm-hmm. and like lights are off and shit uh but yeah when we back when we went back when we went back in 2019 uh it was a lot less packed so like we could like go to all these places without any lines uh so we really got our money's worth but this time around there were like hella long lines because i guess it was still like somewhat nice weather maybe is this know. the first one they had cold. since covid e- they probably didn't have it last year so i guess maybe that's why um yeah we also went like later in the month. We like we went like close. We pretty much went in no- November uh, or like late October then back in 2019. So I think it was colder then. Mm. So that's probably why there's less people in line. Right. Um, but yeah, I think my my favorite part about it is that like since I'm like tall, I can kind of. I guess like it's not as scary when like people aren't scaring you on like on your eyesight level. And I think that's kind of much, pretty much what I figured out. Like if someone's like about to like scare me and I can like see them directly. Like, so for me, like if someone's scaring me below me, I first have to look down and then like, like I process it, you know. But like if like that's the first thing I see is just like someone in my face, I think it would definitely get me. Um, and so we since, get like, it. You're tall like the Stanford tree. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we get it. You go to Spain all the time, bitch. Who? <laughs> I don't know. Ask. <laughs> nice. Um. So my so back in twenty nineteen when we went, I would just try to like scare people myself, like people in our group, uh, 
or like at least like I'll anticipate something happening so then I'll stand on the other side like wait and like pretty much like point at like the person like to go scare this person because I know like they're gonna get scared um so that's the satisfaction I get out of it I guess I'm kind of a fucked up individual um but it's fun it, it, it's a good time I would recommend if you live in the Virginia area to go check it out uh, at least in the next couple of weekends before it closes um Trini looking really sad you good yeah <laughs> I guess I, I, we should admit, like, we went earlier in the day, so we went on some rides uh, beforehand. Also Ooh. long lines then, which kind of an L. But I didn't know that Tarun wasn't like a big roller coaster person. Uh, so the first thing we did was to like warm up our stomachs. We went on like a like one of those pirate ships. I'm sure you guys are familiar mm-hmm. with what those are. Uh, but this one was like a little more extreme because like it would go like full revolution around. 360. And it would like, yeah. like hang when you're oh, like no, 180 no, for like a couple of seconds. Um, no. So that was like the warm up ride, I guess. Uh and me and Trun held her hands on that ride, and it was very intimate. But once he got through that, Trun knew that he could conquer all the other rides in the park. Well, he we went on two other rides after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not because he didn't, we didn't yeah. want to go on more. We wanted three. We wanted three. 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 Oh, what am I missing? The indoor one and then Tumblr. And oh, the indoor one. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, can I just say, and this is maybe my fault as well, but no one mentioned that the fast pass for the lines was like $10 more than the ticket we paid. And if I knew that I would have paid it in a jiffy, like bro, who the fuck? I thought they said that it was $75 more. I thought it was just, but it actually ended up being $75 total and we paid 65. So who the fuck, who the fuck did that? <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, it was you. <laughs> If you're listening to this podcast and it was you, send me $10, you fucker. Send you, wait, what do you send you $10? I don't know. I want some sort of compensation for my losses because not only was I like, I went, okay, it wasn't that bad, but like I had hurt my ankle before, uh, like a couple of weeks before, but due to some tennis injuries. And I would have paid, I probably would have paid 20 or $30 extra if I, if it meant I didn't have to wait and. And stand in lines for three hours, four hours in one day, apart, uh, like apart from just like walking around the park in general. But it's kind of nice because like it gives you time to just like bond with the people that you came with. And just, Dude, fuck bond. a fuck bond. I am trying to get on the ride, get off the ride. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> I could have still, I could have still like, oh, dude, it's so stupid. I don't know. Uh, I could have just waited somewhere else. I could have called you guys on the phone. Who gives a fuck? It would have been so much more worth it. Anyway. Yeah, I was scared of rides. Uh, when I was younger, I was very, very scared of rides. I was generally just a scared person to begin with when I was younger. But this time when I went, because I haven't been to an amusement park in many, 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 many years. I was like, you know what? I have to do it for myself and my younger self. And I have to put myself on these big rides no matter what. So that number one, I can say I did it. And number two... Uh, I felt proud of myself, you know, for the most part, I was scared, but I still went through and I did the biggest one, which was like the intimidated 305, went 300 miles per hour. It had like 70 seconds of air time where it's just in air free fall. Uh, what is this, a this Boeing 747? What is this? <laughs> in fact, we went into space and we floated around there for a while and laid it back down in a while. Uh, um, no, dude, that was fucking... 
unnecessary. Such a good uh, ride. Man. One of one of my favorite rides. It, it, sure. it was it was a uh, let's ride. You know, <laughs> you know, it wasn't. It was it was it was uh, it wasn't bad. The only thing is, I wish um, it wasn't in the dark so that I could see. Because number well, I had my I had my glasses on, you know, so I already couldn't see. But then the fact that it was dark too, I could not anticipate any of the turns. He didn't so have his glasses my, on. I think I don't know if you. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Is that, did I say I did? Yeah, it's okay. I think you, we, we you had glasses on, so you couldn't take like you had to take them off when you were. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to take my glasses off before the rides, otherwise they fly off. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because I had my glasses and, on, and therefore I couldn't I see. Could see. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I had to take them off in it, and then uh, it was dark also, so then mm. I could not see uh, or anticipate when the next turn was or what, right. how, like you know, etc. And my head was like fucking going left and right and all over the place and like whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I will uh, say about that ride. Me and Harsha were waiting to sit in the front, and then Harsha took the first opportunity to just leave me. You want to know why? You want to know why? Why? Why, Turin? Because because his girlfriend was like, I mean, his fiance was like, oh, Harsha, come sit with me. Why? No, she didn't. <laughs> oh, did she not? I thought that's why. No, no I don't want to wait didn't extra, wanna, like, Harsha like, had never spent that much time by himself with me. Uh, and he was like uh, running out of conversation. He didn't tell me this, but it's pretty much what I inferred from what the way it was yeah. going. Yeah, um, He was running out of like stuff to talk to me about. So he was like, easiest thing is just to rejoin the group uh, and go earlier in the ride. So... I didn't want to wait the extra 20 minutes or whatever. That's, you know what? I respect that more than if you said that you did it for Amrita because fuck waiting 20 minutes. Dude, we could have paid 10 extra dollars. We could have been there the whole fucking time, stupid. <laughs> and who's, whose fault is that, true? Dude, fuck, the, fuck, fuck, fuck King's Dominion. Uh, next time, if we do one of these things, you can also get a fast pass that also uh, gets you uh, faster into the haunted houses, too. It's a good extra ten dollar thing, like not just for the rides. Yeah, dude. it's a fright and fast. what a what a better experience. We could have been on so many more rides instead of just four. I think oh. we did all the rides though. We just have to do oh, them that's again. it. Yeah, yeah we did everything. Closed, to be fair. Yeah, oh. we did everything. We didn't miss anything. I mean, we did. There were other rides that we just didn't go on, but just like the yeah, not the big ones. All the big yeah. ones, other ones, not the closed. huge ones, but like yeah. I mean, also, oh wait, I heard that there were some passes. Maybe it's not for this park. It could be for other ones. But I heard there's some passes where you could pay extra, and then if you want to go again, you can just stay in the cart. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, I don't think it's yeah. one. Maybe not in Kings Dominion, but I feel like it's definitely a thing other uh, somewhere else. I feel like I've heard that. Maybe. But um, yeah, man, I'm proud of myself for going on those rides, even though I was scared. You know, yeah, you it's not well, it's not often it's not often uh, like nowadays as an adult that you experience new things for the first time. You know, so I was proud of myself for going through with it, even though I was like. This is stupid. Also, Haran, like, you fucking dickhead. is my first ride, and it was, like, the one that we were, like, upside down in the pirate ship. And he was laughing. And then I was like, and then he let go of my hand. I was like, dude, fuck off. And then I hit him. And then I brought it. I took his hand, and I held it again. And I was like, dude, I'm fucking scared right now, you bitch. I'll try to uh, put my hands up, bro. Fuck. Dude, shut the hell up. I kept up. my hands up. You, you had two all hands. the way in Intimidator, bro. I was so happy and proud of myself. You had two hands. Smiling the whole time. That was actually one of my, like, best experiences of my lifetime. Sitting front yeah. Of there, yeah. Oh, not with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I sat next to some stranger. I actually finessed my way. I was about to wait for like four, five, six rides, but then I was like doing the math, and I realized the guy I was going about to go didn't have a partner, 
So like the last second, I was just like asking like real quick, and I like skipped the line to get to him, and eventually right right before nice. I got to him. So yeah, this guy also had a friend that didn't want to wait with him, and I was like, I feel that on an emotional level. So then we held What's hands up together. <laughs> what was his friend's name? Was it Barsha? <laughs> Barsha. Yeah, it was actually. <laughs> <laughs> Went to go ride with his Beyonce. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I sat in the second row. You know, it's still pretty much the same thing. So. Yeah, whatever you're saying, man. Why are we talking? So? <laughs> um, I don't know about Kings and Minion though, but I think for like bigger parks, like Universal and stuff, I think the Fast Pass is so worth it. Um, yeah, and I would do that. Bro, should yeah. I have one more question? If the yeah. roles were reversed and Amrita wanted to go in the front of the line, would you wait it with her? Huh? If Amrita wanted to wait, well, she wouldn't. First of all, and no, I'm just like, no, no. But that's not the oh, question. <clears throat> oh, um, yeah, I probably would have. Ask another question. If it was art that wanted to wait in the front of the line, would you? No, I wouldn't. So it's just wow. Yeah, fuck that guy. I guess, huh? Yeah. No, if we just remember that, I don't think. What if it was like a Make a Wish kid that wanted to wait at the front with me? He wanted to ride with me. What if it was LeBron's Make a Wish kid? What would you do? Okay, enough enough of oh. the hypothetical questions. There was one more oh. thing I wanted to discuss. Um, oh, Harsha had a legendary basketball performance. At the oh park no, that, that was so sad. <laughs> oh, was it one of those? Was Fuck it the, that, dude. Was it the one where they have like the weird shaped rim, or was it the one? No, where no, you have no. To it was a reg- I think it was regular. It was just like where you run around. Man, yeah. I, I, that no, was no, the, the rim was higher tonight. than normal. It was a three point shootout, Christian. I don't know. If yeah, you, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, uh, I did one of those Six Flags once. No, there's something fucked up about the the rim. That. The rim was slightly higher than the regular ones, and uh, yeah. also the balls were deflated and oh. shit like that. Oh, the so. balls were completely deflated. But yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, other people made it, so I just did badly. But that was my worst performance of my career. To be fair, like Harsh wasn't missing that badly. That he just didn't really get bounces or anything his way. No, he missed pretty badly. But like the other people <laughs> that went, they they spent like it was twelve dollars per go. Yeah, like, bro, that shit's a rip. Uh, yeah, and like you had like basically for each position along the three point line, you had like four balls or whatever, yeah. right? Um, one dollar for one shot. People know. Yeah, so you paid twelve dollars for that, and Ridiculous. the people that went paid like probably. Fifty, sixty, seventy dollars. I'm assuming, which is crazy. I mean, it's still less than like if you got all of them in, and then you'd want a jer- you would win a jersey. Yeah. But I think the the people that we saw, like up until that point, the high score was like seven. What they um, get like a out of twelve animal or something? I think you can get like no, a, I don't think they uh, got a flag or something. A flag, like, <laughs> like a big one, yeah. like this. Yeah. Okay. Although the fact that Harsha went was like respected in itself, in and of itself, because there are so many people watching, and I was like, what yeah, the hell? I didn't even go. So you know, I feel like yeah, Harani didn't go in Hershey Park either, man. I ain't a shooter, bro. Bro, if it was if it was a rebound game, I'm there. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could. You probably could have played the rebound game at the same time I was shooting. You're the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will say the fucking announcer for this place was an absolute dickhead, bro. Bro, there are always like, dickheads. Yeah, but I feel like bro. before when I remembered it, they weren't like this savage. Like so, like bro, before so before Harsha went, he like I mean, have you seen? He Harsha like came up to her, like he like realized that like we had a whole squad making noise for him. So he was like, and the guy was like feeding into the energy. He was like, oh, like how many think your boy's about to make? And we we're like, I don't, I don't think I said anything. But someone did Truant say like fourteen? No, no I fourteen out of twelve. I didn't say anything. I wasn't no, there's a money ball Christian. So. Oh, yeah. Pretty much said he was going to get max score. And then the guy was like, the guy looked at Harsha, looked back, and he's like, yo, be realistic. <laughs> and they're like, I right, like 11 or something. 
Dude, at one point we were walking past it and then like this girl was like uh, the commentator or whatever, like the host. And she was like, brick, brick, brick. Shit, bro. You building a house or something? Brick. And I was like, what the fuck? That's so crazy. That's so crazy. I feel like for those ones, like you have to like, like, like you said, like you have to do it like three or four times to like get a feel for it. And then like that yeah. you'll get your money. It's like gambling, like in real life. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta like, find you gotta your shot. Got pay your money to make your money back. Spend money to make money. What's crazy was we were leaving at like ten fifty five, and the park closes at eleven, and she was still hustling for like another person to come up and play. She was like, <laughs> I, I don't even know what she was saying, but I was like, what the fuck are you still going, bro? Go home. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> like, you made, you made enough of us today. Yeah. So valiant effort. We'll get him back next time, Marsha. Don't worry. Let's practice now. Yeah, we'll do some Let's training. See. We'll do some training. We'll, we'll simulate yeah. the real the real thing. And then brick, brick, brick. <laughs> yeah, and every time I'm just shoot, I'm going to yell brick. <laughs> do it anyway. <laughs> Next time I'm going to ask to commentate. But only for people that I don't know. <laughs> I, feel like I, feel, I feel like you'll get punched. Yeah, you ask nah, nah. <laughs> Why? Why would I say that they wouldn't? You don't garner, like, you don't oh, garner this, respect, bro. This guy's shooting like Kyler Murray. <laughs> this guy should play Call of Duty. <laughs> but he Call of Duty, so that's a different. Oh yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I, I would just make, uh, I would just make remarks like, you know, if you, maybe you could shoot better if you took that dick out of your mouth, bitch boy. <laughs> like, oh, you're definitely getting punched. <laughs> <laughs> they stop shooting the basketball. They just start fucking throwing them at you. <laughs> nah, I don't care, bro. I'd be making twelve dollars a pop, fam. You're not making it though. (laughs) (laughs) No commission, commission, commission. What? (laughs) How do you think this business operates? (laughs) I get fifty dollars per. I mean, fifty percent per. Fifty dollars per twelve (laughs) dollars. Insane ratio. (laughs) Moving on to our last topic. Speaking of moving. A transition for a transition? Yes, I just did that. Um, wow. Christian just moved to Northern Virginia. Uh, if you listened to the last episode, you would have heard us mention like that. Yeah, if you haven't listened to the last episode, go listen to that on Spotify yeah, real quick. it's really not a fun time for me, but it's okay. I would say it's really not a fun time that episode. I feel like I was that's like, cap, that was a great I feel like that'd be I mean, so like, exciting. Oh, no, I'm talking about the last episode where I, I just basically oh. got destroyed. Uh no, oh, that was great. It was great. Yeah. No, no. We got, we got a real insight into what Christian was like back in high school. So well, if you're ever wondering that in your free time, first off, why do you care so much? We hey, don't know you. Yo, yo, if you're really wondering <laughs> that, yo, hit me up, bro. <laughs> why, why'd you say little bro? What the fuck? We don't know what? you, little bro. Okay. What? Okay. It's a meme, bro. It's fine. Hey, anyway, Christian, please take it away. Trust. Yeah. Tell us. Try. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I moved. Uh, I moved to Arlington for work, the aforementioned Virginia. job. Yes, because you definitely Texas. didn't say Nova already. Texas. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I moved for work. I got a job at this. I think I mentioned this briefly, like a few episodes ago. Um, I got a job at this financial regulatory thing place, uh, which is hence why I knew about the crypto stuff. Otherwise, I would have no fucking clue. I had to move pretty quickly. I moved to like, I got the job on like a Tuesday and then the following Monday I started remote work, work from home for two weeks and then I had to be in the office this past week and the week and the week before, like last week was my first week in office. Um, 
And the reason I had to move so quickly was for those meetings that I talked about um, earlier, which we've been having all week. Um, well, I guess I should say what I do at this job. Uh, <laughs> I do podcast editing there, which is uh, interesting. Wow. Um, to how this. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we got you that job. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> but but there is like a minor amount of truth in that, to be fair. Uh, and then I do some graphic design and like social media stuff for them. Uh, what else do I do? Uh, I'm going to be filming some stuff for them. Eventually we're going to try and expand the department a little bit. The whole comms department there is like me my boss and the assistant director. So that's fun. Uh, could have some cool travel opportunities. I know for sure next year I'm going to Morocco, which is cool. And I'm going to so sick, man. Dubai. I'm so jealous. Um, At least it's not Spain. There is an Morocco's office in Spain. Close to Spain. <laughs> yeah. There is an office in Spain, which I may go to at some point, but that's kind of <laughs> a, a long-term thing. So suck my cock. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what else? in Morocco, <laughs> suck my cock. Cock Marco. I mean, uh, what? So these meetings this week uh, was like the reason I had to move so quickly was because. Well, you have these huge in-person meetings, which they haven't had in person for like three years because COVID. Uh, there's like a bunch of speakers and panels and all this shit from like within an organization and like the members of the organization, which is a bunch of like banks and insurance companies. And I don't even know how to describe them. But basically, they've been like the, the sessions start at 8 a.m. and they go until like 530 but I have to be there at like 7.30. And I I, mean, I probably could leave like if I asked my boss, but especially when it's your first like few weeks, you don't want to like be asking to leave early if you don't have a reason other than I just don't want to be here. Um, yeah. So I've been getting up this week at 5.15 a.m., which if you know me, I would probably go to bed around that time, like about a month and a half ago. Which, I don't know which one's more concerning, but we don't have to address that right now. Definitely um, sleeping at 5 15 a.m. It's not even close. Um, so, yeah, I, I have my own office at our building. Um, I've been doing mostly just photog and graphics for them. I actually, like, right before I hopped on to record, I got some feedback. We announced a new chair of our... Uh, <coughs> board who's starting she's taking over in january um and she is the ceo question mark she's very important very front office position at santander and her team her pr team was super happy with the stuff that we did for them today and her announcement was today so that was great feedback you know to kick it off with the new board chair i think that's her official title at our place um so that was cool and then tomorrow's the last day uh tomorrow's friday for us uh and i cannot wait to not be there for 10 hours <laughs> don't really know what else to say like um this was all great i got to meet like all the people because we uh, the, there's offices across the world hence like all the travel stuff um and we have like staff in like belgium and singapore and I don't know, all these other places. And so they all convene here. 
this week. And so getting to meet them in person was cool. Getting to see the people that I work with because we have a hybrid model. And so we only go into the office two days a week. And so it's hard to like have, like not everybody's in the office at the same time. So you like recognize names, but you don't see them. But so it's been cool to like meet people, even though they're not really my age other than like five or six of them. But yeah, so that's why I moved. I moved to Southern Arlington. I don't really know how else to describe it. Um, well, let's just give you your address so people can no. understand where you live. Um, I'm near Douglas Park, if that means anything to anybody. So if these guys don't know what it means, then then you probably don't know what it means. But if you live in the Arlington area, that's a good summary. The 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 best perk of this building, even though it's got a lot of good perks, is that there's a Harris Teeter in the basement, so I don't have to go anywhere to get my groceries. Have you been doing your go-throughs there or have you been going elsewhere? Uh, so Haran helped me like my second day here. We went to Yeah, no big deal. You know, I'm a big helper. That's what I do. Shut the hell up. How's Vinny doing? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so it's just more and more editing work. Haran, I'm sorry. Haran and I, uh, I spent like $250 or $300 at Harry's Teeter. And I, I've been getting like a few things there. Like I haven't made like a big grocery trip since. Because um, I also spent like a lot of money at Walmart earlier that day. So I've been like living on budgetry lifestyle since then which is like it's gonna be two weeks now this weekend um but i'm gonna try and go to either safeway or giant or something like that and like get the rest of like necessity stuff but you know i'm not gonna i mean it's convenient i just gotta make sure because like harris teeter's like it's not expensive but it's not cheap it's on mm-hmm. the cheaper side but it's still kind of pricey for some of the stuff um but yeah, it's it's nice. Um, I don't really know what else to say. I like it. It's this place has like crazy amenities that like I wasn't even looking for. But just given the location and what I'm paying for where I'm living, is is worth it. Um, other than not being close to a metro, that's the only downside. So I have to like I leave. I told her on this, but like I've been leaving my apartment this week at six thirty. And I've been getting home at like 6.45 or 7. Holy shit. That's crazy. So. Because you take the bus and then the metro? Yeah. This week I was busing to the metro. And it's like an hour commute each way. Uh, What metro is it? Uh, I bus to Virginia Square. Because this week. I mean, this doesn't matter because by the time this comes out, this will be gone. But like the thing is at the Reagan building. And so it's right next to Federal Triangle. Um, so I've been taking that, but I usually get off at McPherson. I mean, it's the same line, so it doesn't really matter. But are you potentially gonna? I remember you were saying you were thinking thinking about driving to the station. Is that still on the cards, or maybe? Uh, me, I think I have to look more into that to like make sure that there's spots. But like some of the, I don't know, like especially because like I don't want anything to happen in my car. Not that anything like I have reason to think that anything would happen, but. I feel like, you know, I'm going to be leaving my car there for, like, at least six hours, you know. I have to weigh whether it's worth it or not. I actually don't mind the bus. I think it'll be fine when I don't have to take it at 6.30 in the morning. Like, I won't mind taking the bus at, like, 8.30 because it's fine. Um, I just won't be in such a pissy mood. We'll see how it goes. Like, especially when I'm only going in the office twice a week, I feel like I can deal with it rather than this week where... 
Monday through Friday is just dick in my ass. So, <laughs> yeah. One one quick question before before we end. Um, oh no. No, no, nothing crazy. I was just wondering because oh, okay. so you've. So I guess for people that don't know, you were living by yourself at yeah. our apartment in tech for like, yeah, you, from you like could, March twenty twenty. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. We had we had a roommate <laughs> that was sometimes in the apartment. Who know who knows? But yeah. Christian's pretty much living by himself in our apartment back at tech from like yeah. March twenty twenty to like July that year. And then yeah. since then you were living at home. Um yeah. I guess with your grandmother for a while, not with your mom. Yeah. Um so it's been like I guess like two years of like living with other people and now you're living by yourself again. Like mm-hmm. how's that transition been? Like, do you enjoy being by yourself again? Or is it like do you miss uh, certain things from back home? I think I miss the accessibility of being able to just like talk to somebody mm-hmm. even though like i didn't take advantage of that a lot just like the security of it and i think when i operate like i tend to overlook some basic things like this week i've been like super cognizant of like making sure i lock my door not that i haven't locked my door but just like if i don't do it nobody else is gonna do it so like it's like things like that where I definitely go on autopilot sometimes and just like look past things that you just, they're just basic. So that, I don't know. I, I think also the sleep deprivation has not helped this week, but yeah. Um, and we've also only been living by yourself for like two weeks. Yeah. So I think once I get into the swing of things a bit more, um, like I still don't have any furniture. Uh, that will be a, a purchase made this weekend. Yeah, I, um, I, I like having my own, like being in control of everything. I know that sounds like kind of a egotistical thing to say, but like I, I like not having to rely on other people for things. With the job and the, you know, I'm in charge of all the bills, all the utilities. Like I don't have to, like it's more responsibilities for sure, but it's also not like. I'm waiting around for somebody to pay my phone bill or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I just have a better sense of the situation of everything. So that way I can like make my own budget and, you know, start planning for longer term things, which is what I've been wanting to do for a while. So yeah. I guess all in all, this is a step in the direction of where you want to see your life go. So that's good. Yeah. I think after this lease is over, though, I'm definitely moving near a metro the ashford metro <laughs> relax bro. You that would just be a fucking hour and a half <laughs> one of my co-workers like the assistant director I was talking about she lives like in dc itself which okay i didn't even like consider that when i was moving down because like i feel like dc like stereotypically is like a super dangerous place to live or, I mean, not as dangerous as like Baltimore, but I don't yeah, know. It depends like what, what, where in DC or something. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I always hear about like, oh, there's a lot of homelessness or there's a big drug problem in DC or there's a lot of crime. Um, and I guess all those blanket statements, it all varies from neighborhood to neighborhood, but I didn't even give that a consideration. So maybe that's something I look into, but that's a, that's a longer term issue. Um, right now, I'm just worried about this place um, getting seating i'm currently sitting on a chair that has tape on the bottom of it it says chitaranjan so not my chair um i didn't know there's tape on the bottom of the chair <laughs> yeah so i have the moral guilt of sitting on your parents chair 
uh but yeah um just you know slowly making incremental improvements of having basic items um getting my setup all ready getting furniture yeah so house party throwdown coming soon you know uh it's gonna be a movie as the kids say <laughs> we're not yeah. fucking old bro chill out <laughs> You got OC, bro? Yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds like you're trying to say AC. But it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be cold in there. Dude, it's <laughs> actually freezing in here right now. I'm so cold. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's been a fun transition. Um, I like living near more diverse shit. There seems to be a, lot, a big Hispanic population around here, which is cool. I always hear people speaking Spanish on the bus. So that's interesting all there's a lot of people that i mean obviously because it's a, like i said it's an international place there's a lot of people with different backgrounds and i hear them speaking different languages like two ladies who work in the same department that are both like french and so just hearing them speak french it's just so like when i hear people speak french it's like people that spoke french in french class that like, like it's broken french Damn, that's kind of rude but um but yeah so but when Were they <laughs> speaking like fluent french and i'm like holy fuck this is like something out of ratatouille holy shit <laughs> ratatouille yeah. is the comparison <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to be stereotypical and name some like something bad i don't know it was like late middle that's only other french movie i know yeah, so I, I didn't want to do that. Uh, but yeah, it's cool to like meet all these different kinds of people with different backgrounds. And even though like I complain about not having people my age in my work, I think it's it's nice to learn from people with different perspectives, as long as they don't get repetitive, which very well could happen. But we'll see. Well, on behalf of Trun and Harsha, we just wanted to comment on your what you said earlier that you're like, oh, I don't know, like who to reach out to and like bounce off ideas. Um. Don't talk to any of us. We're all busy. So find someone else to talk to. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, guys. So we're going to end the episode and we're going to end the podcast for good. Um, no, I'm just kidding. We're here. We're here, you know. And the listeners here are too. Like, you know, they, they want to listen to what you have to say. But that's so. it literally. Yeah, I'm going to say you heard that. You're here too, right? <laughs> you're not alone on this transition, man. We're here. You'll never walk alone. <laughs> I walk a lonely road. <laughs> All right, so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of an interesting discussion. Um, clearly, this is an insane. Like, run, sing the next bar. I walk alone. I walk alone. That's all I know. <laughs> okay. In my shadows. I don't want to put up with this anymore. So I'm I don't know so, the words. What are the words here? You know. I walk up. You just sing the same fucking person. <laughs> if you enjoy what you heard, you should go to a fucking mental institution. <laughs> but you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, uh, Deezer, uh, Calendar, um, Facebook Messenger, Google Chrome, Apple Watch, um, Balenciaga.com. The metaverse. Oh, we'll have our own coin. <laughs>
coming out. Uh, <laughs> Why is the outro so dead? Because <laughs> I'm exhausted. So you can also you can also follow us on Instagram and interesting discussion. We got all of our guest posts, all of our you know introductions, and all that kind of stuff over there. It's a great time. Got lots of video content, quote content. It's fun. It's appealing visually and textually. Be very careful how I say that word. <laughs> um, but yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, next week we'll have a guest, and hopefully they're really great because we have no idea who the hell they are right now. We'll see y'all then. All right. Bye. 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 bye, 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 bye.